0: Good morning and welcome to the Weekend Insider with HC Promotions. As usual, we're joined with horse racing expert Coxie and Statman Dave. How's it going, fellas? Well, Dave, we know you how you are with uh, your Don Brennan robotic boots on. <laughs> oh,
1: Dave, what's happened, man? It's
2: just what usually happens when I break a bone. No, no, no tackle involved. I just, um, just broke broke my me, me foot again, like an normal you
1: are you going to show us your boot? If you want, get, get your boots out for the lads. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go on, Dave, get your boots out for the lads.
2: Ooh. Oh, yeah,
0: just like uh, uh, Colleen Rooney's, she had one of them on, didn't she?
2: Yeah, nice, isn't it? Better than the old um plaster cast, isn't it?
0: Yeah, 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 does look a bit, it
2: c- does look a bit You're cooler that left like, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> big so. bell ends on his leg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when um, you to sign it. What are you going to come and sign it? You'll need a white pen,
0: though. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, what's, up, what's last... up, Chris? You look like we're keeping you up here, mate. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit rough if I'm honest <laughs> with you. <laughs>
1: Couldn't <laughs> tell. Looked like you were half asleep there as Dave was just getting his yeah, boots yeah. out. Yeah,
0: I, I wouldn't mind. I, I was home early as well, but just midweek boozing when you've been working all week and it just itched and yeah, well, yeah so i
2: you say you've got home early, Chris. Like, you're not like a You know when you have two or three pints? I bet you had about ten pints, though.
0: Oh, easy, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, easy. And I and I got to town early, right? The thing didn't start till half five. And I got to town early. And rather than just going there and just sitting and stuff, I went to another pub for a couple of pints first. Yeah, yeah.
1: Things started at <laughs> thing half five. Chris got there for half two, just didn't want to be late. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so I was sat in the White Hart in Warrington on my own, having a couple of leisurely pints. Oh, should, you have to give you should have given us a call.
1: I fancied the pint yesterday as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. So. Last week's betting, lads. Uh, I know there was no podcast. We'll put them on the on the socials again.
2: So close
0: again, was it?
1: Well, I'm getting sick of this in the bar shit at the moment.
2: Oh, I, I was so so gutted last week. I mean, so it was a five, it was fivefold both teams to score. Um. Oh, Keith's
1: um, Ke- Ke- desperate for us to win yeah, here. Yeah, Keith's well, got a shitload of money to throw on this week, Dave. Yeah, whatever you're picking. Weekend for a
2: long. Oh, of people. Well, yeah, it's twenty fifth minute end of month, isn't it? So, yeah,
1: yeah. Keith's going Bertie big bollocks we this go. weekend.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully Look. we
0: can we can get some uh, some winners this week. But last week, I mean. Horse racing and the football—it was just so close, wasn't it? Uh, Dave, the football was it? Was it one goal let us down?
2: Yeah. So the fivefold was nine out of the ten teams scored. The team that didn't score was one of again one of the more fancy ones out yeah. of them all. Uh, Leverkusen—they got and beat. They would at home as well, weren't they? Three nil at home. But I looked at the stats for when I'm coming on air to review it, and they had all the possession and they had more shots on goal. Um, more shots, more shots on goal. All the stats just didn't score, uh, and then it follows on. The week before that, um, sorry, week one was Augsburg, another one team, and then last yeah. week it, we, we're we're getting close. So it's not as if we're a million miles away, and I'm getting frustrated. At least I'm getting, I'm getting frustrated with the football, but because I'm that close. And Ian, you're going to tell us obviously the horses again. Yeah, just, yeah,
1: they just came second.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that was it. They, yeah, they all, just
2: came, they all just
1: came second.
0: If, uh, if you're following us every week, just just hang in there because it's coming in a, a big yeah. bump a week. is coming, and hopefully, it's it's going to be this week where everything we touch. I know in the week, um, Dave. I know we didn't put it on air, but I know you you couldn't stop winning, could you? In the week with first goal scorers and stuff, so hopefully that carries on.
2: It was Sunday, it was last Sunday. I have never won so many bets consecutively throughout the day. I picked, I think it was seven or eight next scorer players or first scorers. Unbelievable, it's, mate! Unbelievable record. Next <laughs> People out.
1: flinging phones and laptops who are watching this all over the place now. Aren't they, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the
2: problem you, is you, you can't give you can It's all in play with your goal scorers. You can't yeah. do, you can't yeah, do it, all the time. it. It's getting a feeling for the game.
1: Do you know what? Yeah. Just to add to that as well, I think it was Friday. I was away last week, wasn't I? And didn't put anything on the social media and picked uh, three out at York, and they won oh, twenty to one. Did you pick and eight to one and three goal to one. one. Oh, yeah, yeah, four to one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And they all came in, and I hadn't put them on social media. So I was dancing around my yorker one. I all the lads had won, and I just thought, shit, I didn't put them on social media. <laughs> it's just typical of the way it's going, isn't it? It's the at way moment? it goes, in it? It's the way it yeah, goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh on to this week, fellas. Um, are we confident.
2: I am now now okay, You am. don't sound it. <laughs> Well, I wasn't. I wasn't all week. I was looking through it, and I was trying to. I wanted to find um, wins this week, but um, I couldn't. So I went back to the drawing board, and I think you know what? I'm that close. I'm going back to what I, I, I've been doing the last two weeks because I have been going closer. So
0: yeah, it's
2: gonna come, isn't it? I only both teams to score against So now I am confident. Now I've picked them, and now I've gone through them.
0: I, I've really got. A,
1: I've team. got. A, I've got a few darts to throw this week, and uh, you're like, I'm going off piste. Oh, sack and
0: the, sack and the telly, we're going off-piste. Good. good stuff, good stuff. Right, well, on to this week then. Dave, you may as well kick us off, mate.
2: Right, OK. So, as I said, we've been going close. I've been working on the stats, the form, previous games, and the games between the two teams most recently. And it's working. I mean, one, one off each week it's it's so close so I, i'm not going to change what i'm doing i'm got i'm going to go again with a five fold this week though it can be a six fold if you include me early kickoff so i'll give you the the options if you if you want to swerve the early kickoff because i know people don't like like backing it yeah
1: better pick a mix
2: it is. I'm going to back all six because I'm confident, but people might want to swerve um, one. So it will start off So with the early kickoff, and we go into Bundesliga 2 at 12 o'clock. St. Pauli versus Paderborn. Paderborn have, have scored an incredible 18 goals in five games so far this season, but they've conceded six. St. Pauli won the last home game 3 0. Um, they've scored nine and conceded eight so far this season. With the amount of goals that, that uh, Paderborn have scored, I can't see them not scoring. The team that that, that would be the dodgy one, if t- so to speak, would be St Paulie. But with the way they've scored and conceded, I can see them being at home scoring the goal that we need for the both teams. The reverse six fixture in February was 2-2. So that's why I picked that out. I fancy it, even though it's early kickoff. I do like it.
1: I tell you what, Chris, you can tell Statman's in the zone this week, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had nothing else to do apart from mess with his boots. He's not. He's not messing around. It's like he's got blinkers on. He's I'm winning this week. No messing
2: around. I hope so. So we're staying in Germany for the two thirty kickoff uh, Bundesliga this time for top division. Hertha Berlin versus Dortmund. Uh, Dortmund, as we know, always score. So we, we we always look what are the team like, who they playing. But we have to look at Dortmund because I don't know if you have seen it last week. They were two 0 up at home to Bremen with four minutes to go, and got beat three yeah. two. Did, did you see that? No, I missed that. No. Oh, yeah, no, that that was crazy. That crazy game. Yeah. That. So we know that. Dortmund, even after that last game, they can concede and and they did a load of goals right at the end. Hertha have only played one game so far at home this season. and It was a good one-all draw against Frankfurt and the sh- the stats that I looked at were good for that game, for Hertha scoring. The last time they played was in December in this same fixture with Hertha being at home and that ended 3-2 to the home side, so it's got history not so long ago of them both scoring as well. So that's the second pick. The next pick, I'm going with a team that I cannot stand, but I couldn't ignore it because they've started well. And this is Hull against Coventry, and it's Hull, the team I don't like betting on. Uh, I'll never bet on them to win again anyway, put it that way. So they've start. I say, they started really well with two home and <laughs> I hope they have still scarred. me. Now you can tell, can't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. So they've, they've, they've got two home wins out of two so far, and they've been good wins again against decent-sized Bristol City, who have started well, and Norwich, and they beat them both two-one respectively. Coventry have only played twice away this season. Sorry, all season, as you know, the pitch is knackered still. Yeah. Still are arguing over that. So they've not played at home. They've only played away. The opening day, one all at Sunderland, and then they got beat last time out, three two at Millwall. So as you can see, they are scoring, but and they're also conceding. Uh, they, they're always going to like links to score with Rockis and Matt Godden up front. Um, they're they are banging the goals for them. So that's why I selected that one. Um, I think they'll be fresh as well, Coventry, because obviously they've not been playing the home games. So that's your third pick. The fourth pick is Wickham and Charlton. This only stood out to me because I looked at the table, goals for, goals against. Wickham eight, scored eight against. Charlton scored nine, conceded five. Wickham have scored in all three home games this season. Um, they won 3-0 on the opening day and then they lost... 2-1 uh, and 3-1 so the last two games have both been goals galore when they played at home Charlton have scored two out of three away fixtures they were only shut out at chef Wednesday two weeks ago but still had more possession and goal attempts than Sheffield Wednesday so they were close to you know getting a, getting a goal there as well um, for all them reasons that's my fourth pick Wickham and Charlton and then for our last pick, we're going back to Bundesliga two in a seven thirty evening kickoff. Nuremberg versus Hamburg. Hamburg should win this. It's a a meaty one. One. Sorry.
0: It's a meaty one. <laughs> Hamburg <laughs> <laughs>
1: doesn't work when you've got to explain it, does it? No, no,
2: no. 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 And I'm in my zone, and he's interrupting me for that. Sorry wow. about <laughs> that. I, I was giving. Right. The, do you know what I mean? I thought we we're after a win this week, Chris. And you're. nothing yeah, yeah, about that. So, well, Hamburg, as I say they should win this. Um, they've got a lot. They scored a bag full of goals, um, especially away. Nuremberg are good at home. They didn't score last time out, but it's a Saturday night. They're going to have them Steiners out, aren't they? All Germans will be hammered half ah, to seven on a Saturday oh, night. They'll be Pickled. Brilliant, that's better, get, get, we're getting warmer. <laughs> uh, and another stat we'll like about this, every game these two have played since 2020, which is six games, have all been both seen to score and it has been 23 goals in them six matches. Yes. Right.
1: And that's why we call them the stat man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So that fivefold, my <laughs> original that I looked at, pays 10.5 to 1. If you're not happy with picking the early German kickoff and you want to swap it, my next best is going to a three o'clock kickoff, Northampton and Doncaster. They both started fairly well. They're both fourth and fifth in the table after five games. Northampton have scored 11, conceded eight. Doncaster scored eight, conceded five. Northampton, the last six games have been both teams to score. And Doncaster, their last three games have been both seen to score. So, they're both scoring, conceding lots of goals. That would be my replacement if you wanted to take... take uh, J- Jerry, Jerry. Jerry joining in with the jokes. Brilliant, people?
0: Jerry. Love that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope there's loads in the onion bag, Jerry. <laughs> brilliant. Oh. So if you, you want to replace... The early kickoff with Northampton. The five fold will pay 13 to one, so a bit better because the German one's more fancied.
1: What does the six fold pay, Dave?
2: 19 to one.
1: Happy days. Bumps it up massively, that right, doesn't it? Is that with the little uh, boost on Willie Hill?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I was speaking to my mate up in Glasgow and he, he's not got a William Hill account yet. Yeah. yeah. And he, he can tell the odds massively. I think he was like, you got a good few to one lower than what I, than what you get on William Hill with yeah. like five.
1: Yeah, if you keep that boost in your locker for a Saturday,
0: it's good, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so yeah, oh,
0: yeah, good yeah. stuff, mate. Good stuff. So 10 to 1, 13 to 1 if you fancy it, or what did you say, 19 to 1?
2: If you want the six fold, yeah, I, I'll be back in the six fold because I mean, that's what I do. I, I do my reset just because it's an early kickoff, I fancy it, so I'm not going to knock. I, I agree
0: yeah, yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah. Brilliant, mate. Thanks very much. Uh, fingers crossed for that. The, the way you've gone into them, it's, it, it's mad it is maddening how you go into it that much detail and you think it's a bit of a no brainer. And then something happens out the blue, like, like that one goal letting us down last week. And you're like, everything's right with what you've said. It's just something you can't, you've got no control over it, have you? It's
2: like, it will come.
0: It, it's coming. Yeah, I, know it. I know it is coming. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, mate, without a doubt. Um, onto the horses in. It's probably a good time to to actually mention uh, to the people watching. We've got um, a great announcement now that uh, we're doing a Cheltenham preview um, next year on the 9th of March, so literally just before the Cheltenham Festival. We're doing that um, at Haydock Park in the park suite there. Uh, tickets go on sale at 12 o'clock today. We're going to send the link out uh, on socials and things. We've got a fantastic panel... Um, to to talk us through each race. We've we've got yourself, Coxie, on there, giving some tips out and and running through the racing. But we've also got uh, Noel Feely, uh, Donald McCain and uh, David Cross as well, which is uh, an unbelievable panel um, for us, really. We're really excited about that. So that's at Haydock Park on the 9th of March next year and tickets go on sale at 12 o'clock today.
1: Yeah, well, absolutely pinching myself at the panel we've got for this one. You know, you've know you got Noel Feely, who's rode so many Cheltenham Festival winners, including some of the big ones, a couple of standout in the uh, champion hurdle, uh, and rode some of the best horses in his time. Donald McCain, who's still absolutely banging
0: in the winners, uh, left, right and centre. That's and a massive name, and to get Donald McCain in, that's that's huge, that.
1: Huge. And then, obviously, Crossy's great value uh, and does tip him for a living now round all the courses as well. So And a Cheltenham winner himself. A Cheltenham winner himself, yeah. So, if you're looking to get some people to tip winners, you've got trainers and people who are going to have runners at the festival this year. Don't forget, uh, Feely's got his own uh, racing set up. Now, a nad, uh at Love Envoy, that won at Cheltenham only last year in the MERS race. Yeah. So but we're going to get some proper inside info at this one. It's going to be brilliant.
0: Yeah, and it's it's an absolute bargain as well. So if you buy them early bird tickets right up until Christmas, it's just £15.
1: It's ridiculous, Um, it's ridiculous that.
0: Yeah, and then afterwards it's it's £19.50, which is still an an absolute bargain really. But the the panel that we've got, if you're into your racing and love the Cheltenham Festival like most people do, definitely get yourself along to that because we are in for a a great night. Come and and have a chat with the uh, the panel and listen to what they say and hopefully get a few pointers and tips uh, along the way as well.
1: Yeah, photographs and there'll be exclusive memorabilia there and yeah. every month I might.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, We've got it, we've got it all going on. So it all uh, all planned in for for a great night. And like I said, tickets go on sale at twelve o'clock today. We'll put the link on all socials as well. Um, okay, so uh on to the, the horse racing for this weekend, Ian. You, you feeling confident? You good?
1: Yeah, yeah, we've got a few darts to fly. Uh and we're going literally all over the country, Ireland, Scotland, England. We've got okay. horses all over the place. Gonna fly through because there's a few I'm actually looking at for, for t- tonight. Right. Uh, so, got a good friend of the show, a guy called Andy Lavelle, uh, who's fortunate enough to have a couple of horses with Ian Williams. Uh, and Ian Williams is sending a few up to Scotland tonight. So, speaking to Andy uh, last night about their chances. Now, first and foremost, he's uh, he's owner of a horse called Hallifon, uh, which is running in the 653. What a season he's had with this horse. Oh, my word. So, they went to Epsom for Derby weekend. A derby day, I think it was, actually. Uh, and he got beaten nose into second uh, in one of the big races there. But following on from that, he's gone on to win at York and win at Chester last time out. Uh, he won at Chester while we were there. You might remember, actually. Uh, and this horse has just gone from strength to strength. Even better when there's a bit of cut in the ground on soft. Uh, And there's likely to get that uh, tonight. Uh, So, over at Hamilton, 6.53, Halley Fon, it's 11 to 2. I've had a look through the race. The horse who beat a Chester last time, was a horse called Alfred Boucher. Now, that went and ran twice at York last week in the space of a couple of days. It won one day. You might remember William Burke was on board. It absolutely pissed it. It cruised through the race. And then it ran two days later in the Ebo, the big race on the Saturday, and he just got beat by Frankie Dettori. Frankie Dettori got his head back up to beat it. Yeah, it would be why I went back in. I know, yeah. If you're looking at a, a strict form line through that and taking it for granted on Alfred Boucher that he's ran to form, Halifont looks a good five, six pound well in, particularly on s- s- uh, soft ground here as well. He's eleven to two. He, he's deaf or worth a little each way squeak tonight. Uh, might need a little bit of luck in running, but uh, you know, all intents and purposes, he's got the beating of a few of these. So that's six fifty three. And Justin,
2: sorry, and you're paying five places on Skybet, which
1: brilliant. Are, it's
2: it more attractive, doesn't it?
1: It's a better knot than that for me, then Dave. You, you yeah. may you can you know you can have five each way, ten each way, whatever your your stake is he's and
2: going it, treble, isn't he, as well? I'm just
1: looking. Yeah, yeah One really. it's, its last two. Yeah, great. I think it's definitely going to finish in the top five. So basically, you'll get your money back if it doesn't win, uh, which is great. And then the race before that, the six 6.18, uh, Ian Williams has got another one called Typical Woman, uh, which has got a great chance. I backed it last week, actually. Uh, it looked a very tricky ride uh, and was probably a little bit unlucky Holly Doyle was on it last time. It probably wasn't a finest ride. Uh, she got boxed in and was a little bit unlucky and running. That that again is about five to one. So another yeah, nice way. Guy, bet. just looking now. Yeah, so another another chance to just have a little each way squeak if you if you're out tonight having a couple of pints and you want to bet. Uh, there too that Ian Williams is sending up to Hamilton that I wouldn't put anyone off at all. And good luck to we uh, good luck to Andy Lavelle with Holly in that. Just looking at... So, to interrupt
0: there, so, so Skybet, they're paying four places on that. There's only 10 yeah. runners.
1: Yeah. Brilliant. So again, an each-way bet to absolutely nothing. Yeah. And don't forget, you've got the uh, each-way extra stuff that Bet365 do as well. Yeah, yeah where that's right, ex- yeah. Where you can extend the odds. So you might get actually better odds on that, Chris, for for the same amount.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's definitely worth having a look at 365
1: on that. I, I always look at the extra places bet on that, particularly if I'm doing a... An outside bet, you know, I've got an each way bet later on. That's about 10 to 1. I'll yeah. definitely have a look at 365 to see if the yeah. extended places on that. Yeah, uh, so while I was looking at Hamilton, there was one that stood out to me tonight. So this is one I'm going to have a bet on. Uh, over in Ireland, 635 at Tipperary. Uh, it's called Eros and Syche. Uh, This is 100 to 30, 10 to 3. The source uh, that looks a great price for this one. He's got a great record over course and distance. And I've just been through its form lines, and a lot of these horses in this race uh, have raced against each other a few times. And if you if you start sort of weighing up the handicaps uh, and the weights on this, particularly a handicap run at the Curra, a couple of runs back, this horse has got the beating of all of these based on weights. He's even better at this track than he is at the Curra. I think 100 to 30 on this one. I'm going to have a win bet on this one tonight. Hopefully, to tears off for the weekend. So that's Eros and Psyche in the six thirty-five at Tipperary. Don't say I don't shop around for horses for this podcast. Oh, oh, yeah, like you come from, there, you? from Scotland to Tipperary in one foul swoop.
0: Uh, currently eleven to four on Skybet.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to have a nice little little go on that one tonight. I think that's that's prime to run a big race. Uh, Anyway, they were by the bike. They were just nice little additions. Uh, go on to tomorrow. Uh, we'll start off with the nap. Again, traveling all around the the, the, the UK on this. The four o'clock at Cartmel tomorrow. <laughs> nice little trip to the lakes. I normally go that meeting. Do you at the Bank Holiday one? Yeah, you on? yeah, uh, yeah, it's good. To be honest, the weather looks good tomorrow as well. I was thinking, is it worth a little trip up? Is it uh, is that
2: the, your own ale place?
0: Yeah, they they have like um they have barbecue meetings and all kinds of where you take a disposable barbecue and take all all your own ailing and stuff. It's great and you you literally track side. It's, it's, it's gorgeous a course, walk. isn't it, mate? And then you walk out of the course and you, you're into the little village and they have like a square and it's full of pubs and they all have live music on and marquees in the back and that is it's brilliant. It's a great do.
1: I'm thinking nice. weekend weekends inside, a little trip to Carmel might be good, mightn't it? But
0: tomorrow.
2: I, i've got I, i've got no i mean because of me peg
1: like someone's got to drive me obviously but because of me peg like i can't call the game. so as uh... imagine us pushing dave round want to bit on that one <laughs> <laughs> oh man right okay four o'clock at cartmel as you know chris you've been there it's a quirky little course it's a weird shaped course and quite often you know, it suits runners that have run there before. What I like to look out for in this is runners that that, are, that race prominently, that either lead or are up in the the, the top two or three. It's loads of twists and turns, and it, it's a it's a strange little course. Irish trainer John McConnell is sending one over. It's called Hereditary Rule. Uh, I really like the chances of this. I say he's my nap of the day tomorrow. We've got loads in his favour. First of all, it's a novice chase. This so. It's the most experienced over fences out of all of the, the runners in this. And he's looked like a proper natural jumper. He's improved massively since he switched from hurdles to fences. Uh, I watched this last race and he absolutely cruised through the last race. It wasn't the jockey's finest hour, actually. I hate it, you know, when the jockey like keeps looking behind and he's thinking, am I going to be a bitchy here? And the, the horse behind it just got got rolling. And by the time our jockey went for it on this one, it was a bit too late. The other one had just gone past. He could have put it to bed a lot lot sooner. Uh, he's dropping back. I think it's two furlongs into this race. If he goes from the front, he's going to be really hard to catch around here. And from what I've seen, he's the only one who likes the front run. He carries a penalty for winning already, but we've got a good apprentice on it, a, a lad called Jack Hogan. I like the look of this lad. He takes £7 off. He's got a good chance on ratings. I'm hoping that his jumping from the front actually steals steals the race, because if he jumps the way he did last time, we'll put lengths in between at every fence. Uh, well worth a shot. Six to four. Nap of the day. Hereditary rule. Four o'clock. at can Nice.
2: Get on it. Yes. Uh. Real, Jackal, yeah.
1: Right. Moving on. <laughs> next best. Next best bet
0: of the day. Six to five. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. There, I've noticed at Cartmel they have the, the jockey Charlotte Jones. Oh yeah, yeah, she's yeah. a bit of a course specialist up there. So if you're having a bet up at Cartmel, it's worth having a look what what she's on uh, through the day as well. Stato, it's going for your stat uh, man. It's going for your crown there,
2: mate. <laughs> We're very good that just because you've been seeing her win a few winners when you've been on I tell team. you
0: what, wait till next week podcast She's gone right through the card, a winner in every race. <laughs> It will the... as
2: well you know gonna
1: she hasn't got a ride in that four o'clock has she yeah she oh, has, yeah. has she? for fuck's sake which one's she on did you say Kielski,
0: I think it's called alright oh,
1: okay uh, can't believe you just said that literally put the mockers on our horse now <laughs> haven't <you? laughs> here Charlotte Jones is going to piss it? I'm going to look out
2: for her now I'm telling
1: you <laughs> I hate you <clears throat> sorry uh, right next best bet 6.05 at Windsor uh, tomorrow night. Told you I was going a bit weird with these oh, bets yeah? this week. Uh, one mile, three and a half furlong long. It's a listed race, actually. It's not a bad card at Windsor tomorrow night. Uh, it's a dead open race. The one I'm going for on this is a horse called Cresta. Uh, trainer Martin Mead, Richard King's called Book to Ride. I like Richard King's horse at Windsor, actually. It's quite good. Uh, actually, hasn't won since his debut, but he's been running in some top races. Uh, and the last couple of races, Ascot and Goodwood, and he's been just a he's been too far behind. He's left them too far behind, and then he's been running on at the end of his races. So I'm hoping he's ridden a little bit closer to the pace this time. I think he will. I think this is the first time King's coach rode him as well. Uh he's been the, the races he's been running in have been better than this as well. So I think he, he'll enjoy the little drop in grade. Uh the favourite a horse called Max Sud, uh, which do, do you know what? He, he's, he's a big danger in this, but ours beat it uh, at Goodwood. I think it was Goodwood. Uh, no, it wasn't. It beat it uh, a couple of races back, but they both ran at Goodwood in separate races, and ours clocked a much better time in a much better race. Uh, so I'm hoping that form translates as well. I say, if he's ridden a little bit closer to the pace, he's going to be staying on strongly at the finish, and King's coach good at that. Uh I'll say, he beat Max on and Square at Ascot. Uh, I got nine to two. I think he's been backed in a little bit now. I think it's about seven to two, four to one. Uh, but I'm happy with that. So Cresta six oh five at Windsor is my next best bet of the weekend. Uh, so we've got a load to go at there. You know me; I'm always tempted by a mad race. Uh, the oh. two for, the two forty at Beverly tomorrow. It's the Beverly Bullet, five furlong sprint. At Beverly, I don't know. Oh, Chris, yeah, you went to Beverly with me, didn't you? It's a mad course, Beverly. No, not me. Was it? Yeah, it was. We went to Beverly to watch a. Uh... At our oh, yeah, 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 we did, yeah, yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah, Beverly,
0: yeah. you say, yeah, yeah, fantastic course. One of my favourites. I often talk about it. I speak of little else.
1: <laughs> what I said was it's a weird course. <laughs> I didn't say
0: it was fantastic. Oh, yeah, I did. That's why right. I speak of little else, that little weird course. Weird Beverly. course, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the spring course is downhill and turns round a bend a little bit, like a bit of a dog-like turn. Uh, these are, I think there's about 15, 16 horses in this. All hurtling downhill. Don't even know why I've had a, a little dabble in it. I'm just tempted. And I know people like to have a look on the telly Saturday afternoon. So this is Beverly's biggest race of the season. Uh, 10 to 1 shot in this for us. King of stars. Uh, sprinter in fine form. Grey horse. Uh, Mick Appleby trains. Looking for something that races prominent. Uh, so you're going to keep an eye on this right from the start. He's going to be racing in, in the sort of first two or three. Might even get a lead, hopefully. Uh, He's got to cut across from stall nine, uh, which isn't too bad. It could be worse. I prefer a slightly lower draw, but he's so quick from the the stalls that he he could get out. Really unlucky last time at York. He was only beaten ahead, and he was drawn completely on the wrong side of the track. So he had so much ground to make up, and then he cut over as well. You can mark that race up. I think there's some doubts about some of the others at the top of the market. I think Skybet are probably paying five, if not six places in this. Uh, King of Stars ten to one, two forty at Beverly. The random each way better today that one. And that's us. We're done.
2: Good stuff. Actually, Chris, I don't know whether you've got a bizarre bet, but before that, just so um, um, I'm not as if I'm um, not facing it up. I said on a previous... Oh,
1: week, yeah, we did say so we'd need to talk about this, podcast, didn't we?
2: We'll see of we'll see the game, Liverpool and United. Well done to United, but thoroughly deserved it. I did call it before kickoff. I put on the group that through what I was hearing throughout the day, the protest, the way the United were up for it, the way the media was so up for United for winning it against Liverpool, I had a funny feeling... And, but to be fair, in all fairness, they were the better team, they outfought us, they outplayed us. Um, so yeah, well done to them. Uh, I've got no complaints on the result, so I, I, they, I can see I'll
0: tell see you Mike what, yeah. in. So I saw Mike last night and he couldn't wait to hear what you he said today.
1: Do you, do you know what? That's off to you there, Dave. That must have killed you saying.
2: Well, these things, haven't I mean, you've got to give them a little bit of something, haven't you? I mean, they've had it tough for a good few years. So, you know, I've got some good mates with United fans. Let them have the moment and um we'll see where it goes to towards the end of the season.
1: So, I've, I mean, I've got to back that up. I thought United played brilliantly the other night. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they, they were, weren't they? They were,
2: they
1: were, they were
2: just, great. Yeah, yeah. They were, really were, so... Yeah,
1: I I, I thought Mike, Mike looks like he thought you were going to come out kicking and screaming, mate. He wasn't expecting oh, no, that then. No, no.
2: If if, we were, if we'd if battered him and we was unlucky and I, I was wound up, then, yeah, I'd have been a bit bitter and I wouldn't have accepted it. But when you get beat fair and square, you've just got to accept it. Hey, and Klopp, then, didn't,
1: Klopp didn't really accept it like you did, though, did he? Well, I don't
2: know. He's upset, isn't he? He was upset, so. We'll bounce back.
0: Uh, um, Chris?
2: Random bet, please. Let's forget about
0: that now, don't yeah, we? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got a random bet. So it's um, Wigan and St Helens tonight in the rugby. Um, I think it's going to be close. Um, and my random bet is I think Wigan are going to win by exactly three points, which is fifty to one. That, that is brilliant. By the way, I love that.
2: What's yeah.
0: that? Home- uh, three six five. You're only going to get exact uh, winning yeah. margins probably on three six five. A lot of the other bookies don't touch it. So we're going, we going to win by three points exactly 50 to 1. That
1: that is too random to ignore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I we're can't. going to have got at uh, the same time we've got plus two on the handicaps of their starting with a two point thing. I think they're always close anyway, Derby matches. It's top top two in the, the league, so it's probably going to be close. I think there's going to be a drop goal, It gives you the one point. I think we're going to just edge it on three points. So absolutely superb that's my random bet of the week. And if you're you back then it comes in, I'll, uh, I'll be waiting for you at the bar. <laughs> so uh, brilliant lads, as usual, hopefully we, we stop it in the bar this week. Uh, we get, we get some winners in um, it. Like we say, it's coming into it. So also as well, the, um, the Cheltenham preview evening with uh, Noel Feely, uh, Donald McCain, yourself, Coxie and David Cross, that goes on sale at 12 o'clock. The link will go uh, on the socials as well. Very, very shortly. So, So get on that. It's going to be a great night for us. Hope to see uh, a lot of you there and we can have a a pint together and hopefully get some pointers and some tips uh, for the festival. Brilliant. So great stuff, fellas. Good seeing you as as always. Uh, If you're not listening, you're not winning. Until next time.
1: Cheers, boys.